Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello everyone, welcome to the Mage and Pajak podcast. I am Mage, I am joined from afar by the man, the legend, Mr. Chris Pajak. Hello, mate. How, how are you? I'm it's... good. I'm not I'm not good at all. No, you how are you coping? I'm not coping well. <laughs> it's been it's been trying times. I think what we're gonna do is with this one, we're gonna try and hopefully make everyone feel better by by sharing our isolation experiences thus far. Um yeah. and some tips on how we've managed to survive. I'm not sure. <laughs> Is that your family bursting in already? <laughs> on thirty seconds. That's brilliant. They're smashing the door. They're kicking. They're trying to kick the door. And this is this is problem number one. The people at home. I've seen lo- I've seen a rise of this right on social media in this last week or so of people I think saying they're crying. Yeah, there's crying. One of them. One of them will tend to the other one. I'm oh no! <laughs> what? So you won't have been able to hear that, but on the Bluetooth headphones, if you press it once, it plays the music. So iTunes just opened and started blasting the whole steady down my ears because <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd slightly adjusted it just to listen to the kids crying. Put it back in, press the button, hold steady. I mean, don't get me wrong. At some point, if you see me flick it and put hold steady on, it's because I'm bored of listening to you. Yeah, talk, I was going to say okay you set You've set yourself up a perfect backup plan for not having to it, listen to me anymore. I think that's, it's that's pretty very, much very good. what my dad does in life anyway, Paul. You know what I mean? Because he, he's there, and then you'll see me ma talking to him, and my dad's got hearing aids now, and he'll just go flick, and he'll just turn them off mid conversation where my mum's talking. Like, I, it's I love so funny, like I love that because your dad, the story that when your dad got his hearing aids and he realised, as everyone does, you remember you telling me this story when you first got your glasses that you don't realise what you've lost until you get it back, and how like this obviously like Andy not being able to hear I think you said something like you could hear a noise and he was getting dead angry like what's this noise and it was just like someone rustling a carrier bag in the kitchen and I love that notion that, that like he's just he's he's not been able to listen to your mum wittering for years and years and years and it's just <laughs> now he's got to go through it it's the equivalent we mentioned this to the week about my dad and the pause isn't it except your dad your dad's got it down to another level he can literally unplug unplug the audio from his wife you want to see him when he goes to pub like he gets so angry because the problem with aids, as he's told me anyway is that you hear everything so it's not just like you're not just hearing the person across the, the table from you you're hearing every conversation and he's just like getting riled up and I'm like daddy you're okay and he's like his blood's boiling and he's looking at me like he's going to kill me and I'm like what's going on and he's like he's like it's like Smallville it's like when Clark Kent first unlocks his hearing powers. Oh my god, that's what it's like to be to be to be basically deaf. Wow, yeah, so and I thought about it's that. A, it's so it gets so annoyed because it's like you can't. Or I think there's a sound on his hearing aid anyway that's probably worse than the other. So if there's like music on in the background of a boozer or something, the music will be what he can hear dead loud because it picks up like the bass or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's you can just see it hell on earth, and he just walks into places and he, he gives it about three seconds and goes, No, too much for me, off. And then he'll just sit there and just like smile, smile and, like, and like, and literally he's just there going, You got and he, he goes to mum, he's got no idea what we're saying, does he? He's got no, no that idea whatsoever. Incredible. He's happy though, isn't he? 
he seems he's to be he's got another he's... empty pint in front of him so long... why not like... as long as he's happy I love that I love the fact that it's just because we've all had those moments where we've generally when, generally when you cross the threshold of pissness and you t- you're unable to contribute to the conversation in a meaningful way anymore and if you're in the happy level of haze then you can basically just yeah dude I remember there was a great I remember Steve Hall pointing this out to me um, after we did our first deadline day show and we all went out to town. Did you come to town with us after that? You must have done. There's no way you turned down a bevy, surely. We went to town I, anyway. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I did. We went to town and we ended up in Hannah's Bar. And uh, we'd been there for about half an hour and Steve pointed out that basically what happened was I was I was absolutely ruined after that first show. And I, I just kind of sat there and I just slump and I just kind of drift into my own little world. And he said, but what had happened is someone had engaged with me and I'd perk up again because I knew I had to perk up because obviously I just had this, whatever it was, eight hours of live streaming at this point. So it'd just be like, and what do you think about it, Paul? Oh, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. That must be what it must must be what it's like to be, to be your dad just sitting in his own happy little world. <laughs> probably singing some sort of merry tune in his head while he just gradually gets more and more drunk. I think that's a wonderful, that's a kind of, I wish I could live like that at the moment, if I'm perfectly honest. I think he, I think he enjoys it at times. I think he hates it at times as well, but I think, yeah, he's quite, I think generally speaking, he's probably quite happy with it, to be honest with you. Uh, doesn't seem to like us all very much, you know what I mean? I am um, so yeah so th- there's been this rise in recent weeks of, of um on social media of people saying can I just say I'm so glad I haven't got kids and loads of people saying it's funny all the all the oh you should have a kid it's an absolute joy in your life crew have all gone very very quiet on social media can't imagine why Chris mate there's uh, there's a few things here that we've got to talk about um one is is going out for condoms and an essential business okay because it doesn't come across like it is but like i'm not having no more it feels like the kind of yeah i mean like legging (laughs) out legging it out to buy a johnny feels very like i haven't had to do that since i was 18 and it does feel like the act of someone who's living a better life than you (laughs) oh look at this look at this wild man legging it out to buy to buy johnny's at one o'clock in the morning like he can't be isolating no 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 i very much am isolating i have just no intention of having any more children because the two i've got are fucking killing me yeah have i got it have i nailed it yeah absolutely i thought as much they're a joy chris they are a joy Boss. Oh, they are. They are. Anyone who has seen my YouTube channel will know that I've done a little bit of vlogging and stuff with them, and they are. They're, they're absolutely brilliant, but they're brilliant in situations when, when you're allowing them to be brilliant, and mm-hmm. they're brilliant in situations like home life. Um, they're not brilliant in situations like your fucking job. Like they're not. They're not brilliant in those situations, and and, and unfortunately, those situations right now are, are one and the same. So I, for the three hours after after work, brilliant. For the three hours in the morning before work, absolutely brilliant. For the eight hours in work, I just want to punch the faces in. <laughs> I I had the, the I think I brought my son to to work a couple of times, and there was one when it was when I think we were we were redoing the Redmen Studio for the last the most recent time, and we were putting the finishing touches to it, and he he was so excited about coming into work, he was so excited to get in the office, and you know because they've got you know plenty of stuff here to keep entertained, God knows how many games, consoles, and toys, and all that kind of stuff, but he um I ended up being proper ass to him because there is there's only so much attention you can give a child when you're also trying to trying to focus on something else and I find this as a parent when I raise my voice it's uh, to, to my kids it's more often than not because I'm trying to do something else and the noise that they're doing is like the, the noise your kids make when they're trying to get your attention is a frequency that only impacts your own your own personal brainwaves and what it, it's like it's like putting a magnet next to a telly um, is what it's like having your kids near you when you're trying to trying to accomplish anything. Um, so no, I've not been too bad so far because obviously I've been out for the count for, for for the first kind of two weeks of this. But I um, I've se- I've seen when we've already had it. You've already tried. Your kids have already tried to break into the room while we've been trying to record this. Um, and I know what really annoyed you is you've already made you very specifically said like I'm doing this. 
everyone leave me alone for this period of time and that makes it even worse because kids they, don't, they, 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 they do what they want they do mate it's depression to be honest with you but like I, I even got to the point last week where this is now two and a half weeks I've been working at home um, so it like one week of that Robin was in school one week Lila was here in the mornings with me before nursery that was the best week we've had um, the second week they were both here but Kat's not well as you know um, so that's that's just been tough she's she's still not really changed but she's able to help a little bit more during the daytimes and stuff which has been a bit of a godsend to be honest with you um, and then as far as so like what I've tried I've tried loads of different strategies because I'm, I'm a strategist at heart matron yeah, as you well know that's so, well so my, my first strategy was right okay think this through what are you going to do right you're going to create an area of the house where they're not allowed sound sounds dead easy it's not dead easy at all what so what i'll do is when i'm working in the dining room or i'm working in the living room come and talk to me that's fine but when i go upstairs into the bunker <laughs> then that's daddy's space okay <laughs> this like, is like that was like giving them a target for a heat seeker missile mm. that was like what are you doing no no where are you we'll challenge go accepted we go and check where he is he's in there should we see and then it's like Lyra and you hear them whispering outside the door Lyra because Robin's the ringleader because she's the oldest let's see if daddy notices us <laughs> so I've got so because I'm a strategist I've set my desk up halfway through the room so if they walk into the room I, I have a little bit of time where I could maybe meet my microphone and then scream at them and tell them to get out the room before they jump onto camera. So, but then what I do is I'm like, I'm looking and I can see that the door handle's quite high. It's just just in Robin's reach. So I see it shaking around a little bit first so you can hear it. And then the door opens and then they crawl in with a big smile on the face. like, And then they're like... And then they run back, and I've seen them, and I'm like raging with them. But I'm also with a boss game of hide and seek with me kids, so I can't be too angry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you've got you. Yeah. You've done it. You've the the setup you've got, and I think whether this is by choice or by circumstance of not having the door on in shot is a genius move because we've all seen that the BBC fella who had the baby come in and being being lashed out. That problem I've got with my setup at home, and this is the thing that people don't re- realise, like some people are made up to be working from home, absolutely made up. For me, like working from home was my first s- stage to build and all the things that we've built. I hate it, can't stand it because for me, it's like, I, I always remember a story about when Simon Cowell kind of, it all went tits up for him and he basically ended up back in his mum and dad's house. And that's what it feels like because I'm not, I'm not even back in my original office because that's now my daughter's bedroom. I'm now in my son's bedroom with, again, there's the door in the right in the back because nowhere else because he's the only one who's got a desk in the house. We, I could do it on, I've got the dining room table except the kitchen's open plan. So, that's like the biggest room in the whole house that I would be taking out just to be involved in, in, in that room while they're awake. There's nowhere else that's got a flat surface that isn't covered in shite for me that, that I can work. So I've got his, I've got him based in his room, and I'm, 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 I'm on a countdown, Chris. I'm on a countdown to one of them moments where just one of them just decides that they're just gonna pop in behind. Because I had it, because I, I did a. A video on my channel when I first when I first got sick, just kind of like doing an update and talking about being in lockdown and what have you. And Jack just come in, just come in, and I, and it's that moment of like, how long can I keep this up for? It was fun and it was great, and I had a little chat with him. And then he doesn't get that like he's still on camera, and there's a purpose to what you're trying to do on camera, and he's just so there's there's a wonderful like. Crossfades in the middle of it, and I just go. Anyway, he just got on to do what he was doing. When it was like, right, phone down, get out, get out. What are you doing? You're breaking protocol. You're breaking filming protocol. Um, yeah, bless him because he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't get it yet. He's desperate to get it, but he doesn't get it. I was doing a, I was doing a podcast yesterday with Kenny Dalglish and Paul Dalglish and Eddie Gibbs from uh, Anfield Index, and Robin came bursting into the room. But because of that warning sign of the, of the shaky door handle, I it's like Jurassic Park with the cup like, of water, isn't it? It's what you've oh, got. Mate, you've got. It, it, that's exactly what it's like. But the desk starts shaking, and I'm like, <gasps> and the eyes start flickering up at the door. Like I mean, we were doing one yesterday for Redmen, 
and Ross noticed because I kept like looking up at the door handle like, and he's laughing his head off because he's seen me do it last week as well and he's like yeah. I don't know what that is the kids are coming in I'm like shit the kids are coming in right how do I stop this um, but like the, the, the other day I was working here and this is this desk is so old right that I'm going to take a photo of it for you because you can probably put it in um, so this desk is so old <laughs> that it's got a drawer Look, can you see that mic? Oh. <laughs> yeah, right, the mic got a is keyboard, okay. A, a keyboard so it's drawer. a keyboard drawer. So I was working on the drawer the other day. I've lowered the chair down for some reason. I think I was just bored and needed something to do other than get a chocolate hard knob. Um, so I, I pulled the drawer out. I was working on it, and then all of a sudden I looked. I kind of looked up because I. I I've got a one-track mind, like my it's the definition of it. I can work on one thing at a time, and that's it. And I give all my all my energies to that one thing. And I didn't notice Robin had come into the room, and then all, I looked around, and there was like a small tripod on one corner of the desk. There was something else. I can't remember what it was. Oh, it was a laptop on the other corner of the desk, and a towel hanging down off the back. And I'm like, "Fuck's going on here?" Like, you know what I mean? I don't. Looking at it, it's fucking weird. Anyway, they're not their sounds. And I think he, and I got up and I slammed the drawer and Robin was underneath my desk. She'd made a fucking tent and she'd thrown the towel down as a tent and I'd slammed her head with the drawer and she come out. She's like, ah! I was like, what? And she's like, fucking comes out her lip bleeding. And like, there's about 20 that Barbie dolls under there with her and there was like clothes on the on the thing and I was like, oh babe, I'm so sorry. I didn't know you were there because I just saw the towel and was like, oh what? Come on. <laughs> Lift it up, slam the door. Brilliant. Well, the good thing about that, you use it to mop up the blood. Perfect. It's like, it's like she knew. I, I, we had this conversation, didn't we, uh, before when we did the early days of this about how like v- vlogs and videos and working from home was just going to be like a documentary of child abuse. And um, you're like, well, no, 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 not while I'm editing, Paul. <laughs> you have to do that. It's like that's the you have there isn't visual doc. This could just be a joke. You know, like, you know, anyone who listens to Adam Rose podcast, anyone who listens to stand-up comedians, they just make shit up. They're just liars, basically, for comedic effect. Let, you know, let's leave that one open-ended. Did, did Chris really smash a, 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 <laughs> a sliding keyboard uh, drawer slash shelf slash what desk it's, it's just into his daughter's face? So, what, so we were playing the other night, and she was just... We were just... we play You play rough, don't you? You know, you mess around and you tickle them and all that type of stuff. And I'm always the monster and they're always trying to get away. And it's a repetitive game. I'm not sure how the scoring system works and I'm not sure when the game ends. But it is what it is. We play it every day for hours. And Robin, I was lying on the floor and, and, and Lyra had come in with an elbow drop of some... No, knee drop it was. A, a knee drop to the stomach. And, you know, they... For... for, for Small people. For little... For, for small people, for little people that don't know what a penis is, right? They seem to know exactly where <laughs> the penis where is. is a lot, right? Don't they, though? <laughs> Honestly. Like, I get it. There was like a point got as a, a child. It's like, it's like so let me, let me finish this, let me finish this. So, Lyra's just knees up me in the bollocks. And then, and then I, I open my eyes to see a small foot coming down on my face, right? So, Robin's now smashed her foot into my face. To the point where she's cut my nose, where the glasses go into it, yeah, yeah, and, and all all it needed was it to walk off and go. That's for slamming me face in a drawer, and that's the bottom line. <laughs> yeah, oh my god, yeah, they know what they do. The brutal kids are absolutely brutal. So I um not quite the same, but I I posted on Instagram that I was feeling a bit better, and I was playing with the kids in the garden. And I was playing with Penny, you know, my daughter, and I was we were running around like the play area of the garden, which is fine, absolutely fine. Playing, playing tick or whatever, and I started to run away from her, and I she's she's gotten quite nippy over a few yards. Like she's little, she's got a low center of gravity. She's not a baby anymore, so she's actually gotten a little bit more rapid than I remember. <laughs> Big, so I really had to pour the afterburners on as I turned the corner around the bottom of the slide. But unfortunately, we've got like you'll know, Chris. But of course, but for the viewers watching at home, we had like we used to have a, a pond. This makes me sound like the most middle class person ever. It's not that big a house; just happened to have a pond. Um, and it, down at the we, end we, of the garden, though, Paul. This wasn't. This was the second garden. People second. for anyone thinking, oh, the play area, the pond down the yeah. end of the garden with the Poddington peas. Lovely it was. <laughs> I literally, live, I do live in. I do live in just to clarify this. Um, but um, yeah, so we we put some plywood down over it, and there's some like paving slabs going down. 
and then we put a load of like bark and stuff to make it a little bit more soft. Yeah, I when didn't you realize... say we put it all down, don't be daft. It wasn't me, Chris. We all know it was who was it. It was my mother-in-law and my brother-in-law. No, I don't do any manual labour around our house. Now that is middle class for you. Um, so, <laughs> um, but uh, so, but I didn't realise there were paving slabs down because I just thought it was just it was just just soft, generally soft shit. Oh no, no, no. So as I come pelting away from it, and it's a very you know it's quite a compact area. So I've got to have a very tight turning circle and a turn round the slide, and. Um, my foot absolutely went from under me and I landed knee first on what was a concrete slab underneath and immediately, like, now, we had the conversation last week about how I'm a horrible human being uh, and how I am the worst person to have around in this situation. Mercifully, my daughter, although she has, she's, she's, she's about 35% evil, um, she doesn't seem to possess this year. She saw the look of pain on my face etched across daddy's face, saw the tears welling and the noise that was a bit akin to you know, the, the Peter Griffin falling down and doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was weird. I was like, ah, ah, and I kind of rolled over and I, I put this photo on Instagram of like me skinned knee, which was like, this story makes it like, oh my God, you massive fanny, you got a bit of a skinned knee. Like, I, I, I don't know if it's worth me putting a video or clipping, but my hope all round my knee now is yellow and all the way down the front of me shin. I haven't had a bruise like that since I used to play 11-a-side footy and you're playing goal and you get crunched by someone. My knee has been absolutely fucked for like four days. I can't put any weight on it, so I can't kneel down. And this is all from this is all from just like a random game. You know, you do a harmless thing. You try to be a good thing. You try to be a good parent. Try to make sure your kids get exercise. Try to engage with them. And this is the thanks I get is essentially a broken kneecap. No thanks. When no was thanks. this? It's been oh God, the, probably. Friday or something, maybe. Oh, Friday when you were still off work, running around the garden, where you, mate? <laughs> oh, was that the day after you? I've got coronavirus video went out and went viral. Is it? Several, yeah. Oh, lovely. And you're there running around the garden, happy as Larry, chasing your daughter around, getting skin knees. Yeah. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was good. Um, uh, by comparison to having to talk about when will the Premier League come back on another on another Red Men news show, I actually think I would prefer to have smashed have a smash kneecap. Um, also, my God, I, I did a I did a video on this um, about like the football thing and where the footy's important on my on my channel yesterday. But it, I think it's mad, isn't it? Because I I get it. Like I I. I there's nothing to talk about in footy anymore. I'm so bored. The news cycle is now someone relatively important says everything should be voided. And then a couple of days later, a day, a journalist will react and go, that's a bit stupid. And then a journalist will do a think piece on why football can't be voided and this is what should be happening to it. And everyone goes, oh. And everyone who doesn't want it voided breathes a sigh of relief. And everyone who wants it voided gets up in arms for a few days. And then it just flips. And then there'll be someone will do this and there'll be the opposite reaction and stuff. So it's just a constant cycle of a never of never-ending misery of wh- whichever outcome you want from it. Um, it being dangled in front of you and then fucking pulled away and this smacked like, around your face. I don't. I I get really infuriated with this, and and it's because, and I, I didn't I didn't say this first. I, I I I can't remember if I saw it somewhere on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or whatever. Is experts don't definitively say something. Experts talk like. This could happen. We think this may happen. This is the most likely thing. But mm-hmm. what happens on Twitter is this is the reason why, right? Yeah. And then so, so you can spot an expert a mile off. And guess yeah. what? There's no expert on Twitter, none yeah. whatsoever. And and there's no one who knows what's going to happen. There, and, there and, are just uh, people for, with for, slightly for, more degrees of for? insight. Yeah, but what's it all for? Yeah. For them to be able to say, "I told you." You mean you guessed right, mate? Well done. What do you want? It was but, a one in two chance. It either got null and voided or didn't. And you now yeah. get to go round. It's like the Lucas Lever haters. I told you. Mate, it was 10 years ago. Let it go. Yeah. You know what I mean? He had a good career for us. Oh, but he had one shit game. I told you. Nah, mate, just shut your face 
until you're ready to be told what's going to happen. Because you yeah. telling me whether this is going to happen or not is fucking irrelevant. And Johnny from down the fucking road there doesn't know what how football is going to end this season or if it's going to end. So shut your fucking face and wait for the FA and the Premier League and UEFA to pull the cock out of their arse for one second and actually work out what they're going to do with football. <laughs> no, 100%. This is the thing though, isn't it? Is that because that way of talking is typical out of season talk so that's how people who you know because you that's how you talk about transfers you don't you, you say this would you speak with absolute certainty and you say like this is you know this deal's done this is all this kind of stuff like and it's 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 a lot of that similar way of talk people do people talk in football and absolute it's mad and the problem is is that and then what you've got and i and i'll be honest i have to i'll phrase this carefully and i, I trust the people watching at home no, as well, love to know what what I'm kind of driving at here without it being wishing to offend. The worst people adding into all this are like, well, you've got to consider people's health first. It's like, yeah, no shit. No fucking shit. The fucking, like, the safety brigade who are out going like, whoa, 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 you can't talk about, you can't be talking about football and, and, and pastimes at a time like this. There's people dying. I'm like, yeah, we know. I genuinely know it's a fucking terrifying, terrifying world that we live in right now. But like, it's called escapism for a start. Oh and, my and, God, and was yeah. there any need? Was there any need to put a high vis jacket on to take that tweet your bell end? Honestly, fucking health and safety wankers, <laughs> health and safety wankers, give it a fucking. Rest, Honey, get me me hard hat. We've got someone talking about the football again. No, honestly, <laughs> but it, but no, gen- genuinely, like, but but it, this is the problem. We've got a bunch. It goes back to your Twitter experts thing. We've now got everyone's read everything there is to read on on coronavirus and and the world and everything around it. So we're all experts, but we're only experts as far we're only book experts to some degree. And there's varying degrees of, of, of people who've had. Uh, you can't be a true expert, but you can have ex- a relative degree of experience. And what gets me? No, you is can have exposure. You can have yeah, exposure. Literal experience. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You can have it. You know, you can have your your opinion coloured by the circumstances that you're in, and that's just life in general of course but it is mad the amount of people who have become who have become de facto experts who are going around it's like the it's the cancel culture thing going for coronavirus it's people policing people online like stopped i mean this is how fucking brexit happened by the way it's loads of people online with no control over this trying to tell people off for living their way stop being i mean look i get it i get it it's like this whole like you know you've, we're all in this together and we all are and as long as you're taking care of yourself and you're taking care of the things that within your immediate grasp then you've got to fuck there's a degree to which you have to switch off to what everyone else is doing if people don't want to take it seriously i'm dead sorry that you're taking it seriously and other people aren't but it's not your job to stop them from and another government are trying to get like grass grass your neighbors up and I, that i mean you're on you're on dodgy territory when you end into all get into all that i mean it's like the most for the given that the fucking tories are terrified of, of, of socialists and communists it's all getting a little bit it's all starting to turn a little bit like, like this that. Is what, this is what, but this is what happens. It's why capitalism doesn't work, Paul. We know mm. this. We know this already. Whenever anything happens, socialism is what comes to the forefront, and communism because it works because it's got an act. It's actually got a chance when something when the shit hits the fan, they turn to it. There's a reason because it actually yeah. does fucking work. And like it's like look, look. I know we're, we're talking about experts, and I'm I'm saying people don't talk in absolutes. But, but the government, but the government keeps saying that if you've got a cough or if you've got a fever, don't go into work and self isolate, right? And I was looking at a study this morning um, from King's College London that says um, from four hundred thousand people, ten percent have suffered from a fever. Yeah. Eighteen percent have suffered from a, a sense of uh, a loss of sense of smell or taste. Yeah. 28% of shortness of breath, 29% of persistent cough, 53% said they were fatigued or tired. Why are they telling us that it's a fever and a fucking persistent cough when only 10% of people have had the fever? Cat who's mm. ill is with, is one of the near 20% of people who've lost the smell, smell and taste. She phoned up 111 and they went, no, it's only a fever or a cough, stay in. So she went into work. And then yeah. they reported it on the news that that might be a symptom. So she went to her boss rather than one one one, and her boss went go home and quarantine. It's basically, and the boss. Are they the still thing... trying to hear the? Are they still trying for herd immunity? No, that's that. This is the mad thing about it. Because I was saying, I, I said this 
the, the, the stuff that people aren't being told and people are starting to work it out and I'm I'm lucky and, and uh, you know we talk about the bubble on social media all the time I, I have quite I, I think I've got quite an educated bubble of people on social media that I follow so I get I, I trust a lot of the opinions and thoughts that I get that I get through it but so like Dave David Maddock of the Mirror has been talking a lot about this and I, I messaged him because he was talking about this the, the, the testing thing and all that kind of stuff there's so many mad things happening and people are saying people are saying to me people are desperate to say to me have you been tested? Have you been tested? And, I, and, I, and I, again, this goes back to like the Corona police online because I think some people wanted to be, want me to be faking. Some people wanted it to be wanted the whole thing not to exist. You got views so, though, lad. No wonder. No, honestly, mate. But, for, but honestly, people. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. He was just he just nearly died for three hundred thousand views, mate. He'd have preferred the fucking Liverpool vlog against the Atletico Madrid. Trust me. Genuinely, genuinely would have preferred whatever shit Crystal Palace. I think we were meant to be playing, or whatever it would have been, um, with the title one, so nothing to play for, um, and the no views. But like, there's um. Again, this Twitter please people people trying to say is what you should be doing and blah blah blah. The thing that's most shocking takeaway from this is that like I my my sister got tested and she was told to isolate. So she's isolated with my mum and dad. And I, I had all the same symptoms as her, so I was isolated as well. And I'm sharing a house. And she got tested other, positive. She was tested positive, yeah. So I was so I was um so like but they won't. I asked basically. I asked for a, a test, and they basically said, "You've got it. There's no need. You've got the symptoms. You just need to stay at home and get well. You're not so ill that you need to go into hospital. So you, you, it doesn't matter how bad you feel." And I did feel horrendous. Like, I, and in normal circumstances, I'd have absolutely got gone to hospital. But they basically said, "Unless you can't, like, you can't form sentences, you, you, you just have, you're just gonna have to get on with it." So, but what it's this whole thing. You nearly like, couldn't many... form a sentence then, Paul. I was starting to get worried for you. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you can kick off form sentences. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I bet everyone reckons John Bishop has got it constantly because that's just his, his <laughs> speech pattern. Drives me mad. Um, the um, but yeah, so it's this like how many people have actually got it thing, and I wonder why the the the, the, the meant to be rampant testing up. The, it's not going up anywhere near as quickly as people are hoping for. The, the, there's no where these antibody tests, and I I it comes to the point where you can't help but think conspiracy theory because. Are they just trying to keep the numbers down so it looks better than it is? Because people are seeing the death numbers, and the death numbers are are starting to mount up massively, and they're horrendous. But in terms of the contracted case site, there's still people going. Well, it's only X number of people globally have got it. That's not the case at all. No, you know, ba- based on the symptoms, we'll never know, and this is the problem. So I can't say this with absolute certainty, which goes back to the problem with the whole situation. Is I was I never received an actual test, so I'm not one. Of, I wasn't one of the figures. Um, my wife's had no sense of smell and taste now for a week. She's been she's been up and down. She's been absolutely wiped out. My kids have had fevers on and off at times during the time. In close proximity to me, odds are they've odds are they've had some form of it. My cousin who I was with the weekend before, and he's gone down with it as well. My sister had it. My mum and dad were in close, but they've they, my dad's now not well. They've probably had some variation on it. So there's I can see I know one person who's been tested, and quite likely eight other people who've. I'm more the than likely contracted the virus off the back of it and they're not on the on the end records anyway i know including some of those people i know 13 or 14 people and one of them and two of them have been tested one's my wife uh, who hasn't had the results yet so i don't know whether she's on that list um one is your sister so yeah. there's for every one person that i know has been tested there's about 10 people that i know that haven't which yeah. is frightening frightening and 10 and these aren't 10 people that are going to probably come back negative these are 10 people that are probably going to come back positive with it and that's the thing you know i think now we're in a position whereby there won't be as many negatives coming back as there were first because there was a fear of, of what what is happening to me when people were sick that flu season's actually ending now yeah. So that people, if people are coming down with something, it is actually more likely to this. And because people know the symptoms and know what they've been doing and, and are just more aware and heightened to it all, most people who go for a test will probably come back positive because they know yeah. that they've got it. That's why they're it's, there, which is a scary, scary thing. Yeah, well, that, and that's where they're talking about that, like the the this this peak or whatever. That's just going it, to... It, it's That's going to happen 
they're trying to flatten it, but also it's going to happen by more testing. The more people you mm-hmm. test, the more the more cases are going to go up. So it's it's I and that's why I wonder why they're delaying the tests to some extent in the hope that the death figures start to start to level out a bit so they can they can have a, a win on this. Because again, you're seeing it with Trump in America. He's desperate to open the country again. He's desperate no, because anymore, of course he not, not, well, not this a, morning. Well, really, well he's a but he's a businessman. He's, isn't ad, he? he's, and, ad, he's admitted now. He's come out oh, and admitted wow. that we're in that they're in the shit. I mean. What a fucking idiot. You know what mm. I mean? He, he's, he's, he's like, he's, he's got to the point where Boris Johnson. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. So was you know when when he came out on the newspaper and said we're gonna lose our loved ones, he's got to that point now this morning. Yeah, great. But it's mad, isn't it? You know, like at least he stopped blaming five G anyway. Yeah, oh god, those, those, those absolute melts out there. I'm not saying five G is good. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a scientist. I haven't done radio, you know, radiation backgrounds, radiation tests on the local environment and all that kind of stuff. And I know some people have. And oh, Johnny sure, from down the street, though. No, I know exactly. And I'm sure there's some people on the bus stops. No, no, five G danger. It might be. It might be. I've got no idea, but it's probably. Probably not. It doesn't help that those like spray paints and things cropped up in the months leading up to it. I mean, the only other thing that people are probably going to end up blaming is the maybes, because um, that's. You know, they... <laughs> oh man, get out! If you've seen the oh man, get out God. one yeah, on the yeah, other yeah. side Sign, of the uh, flyover. Sign Miss Own. Uh, they're very niche Liverpool jokes, by the way. Um, See, I so thought apologies. I always thought Sign Miss Own was a church. Yeah. Yeah. What is no it? Idea. People are gonna. Oh, okay, to, to, just to, just to clarify, just to give this con- a joke some outside of Liverpool context, Banksy. People are blaming people, you know, like because because he painted things on walls. But yeah, the, it, basically, there's been these like five G danger things been painted. It's it, the park by ours. The, the sign out there's got to paint on loads of like cable boxes and stuff. And because that's right, you're not there, getting five G round there, lad. Anyway. <laughs> Honestly, they'll yeah, be fine round Not being, I'm being honest, I upgraded my phone contract a couple of months ago and swerved to 5G because you can't be too careful, and also it costs too much money for too little data. But um, that's by the by. I've said, and I still got it. So, you know what I mean? There you go. Or did I? Conspiracy theorists. Maybe it was all for the views. Um, no, because the whole thing's mad. The whole the whole thing is absolutely mad. But and, uh, I actually, I think I think it was the echo journalist Keith O'Neill put the tweet about about this about like what's the sentence you've said most through this. <laughs> I think I've just said it about five times. It's mad all this, isn't it? Yeah, our minds go away. <laughs> Step back, <laughs> Robin. Just go away, please. Just Robin. shut the door and go away. Yeah. Just leave me alone. Yeah, absolutely. It's um. I um, it's funny, isn't it? You know what's the I one? I know thing you that... can't have pudding. Have some fruit, for fuck's sakes. Just eat fruit. That's the, the second first. The first thing is the first response is no, you can't have anything. The second response is you can have some fruit if you want. To which they always respond, no, uh... no, I don't want fruit. <laughs> to and then they go, hmm, does a bourbon well, count? <laughs> well, I've already gone from in the space of thirty seconds. I've gone from the answers are hard no. To you can have some fruit, 
which is only hop, skip, and a jump away from you can have a biscuit, which is so yeah. far away from you can have basically empty the contents <laughs> of the cupboards into your faces as long as you leave me alone. Is yeah, that's yeah. that's the parenting yeah. one hundred and one at this point. Um, they 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 they. They they once got a box of chocolates out of me from that from that scenario. No, <laughs> all the way through to a box of Christmas chocolates. Fantastic, that's amazing, mate. I you know what's one thing that's getting me at the minute, and I get this because me because obviously um, Charlie's a teacher and she's she's not well at the moment, so she's not um, she's not in work at the minute, um, which is going to be a whole new kettle of fish for us to all deal with when that when that happens and your and your wife goes back to work. We, these may be the this may be the two two mate x two payjack podcasts three payjack three mates three yeah you get you i'm saying the what? kids are gonna be on the podcast i've, I've overcomplicated right. that chris let's move okay on. Wow. one of these things that's getting me and because because women are, are i think are slightly more sensitive Just to this and in, friends in mothers. would have done or and family maybe yeah but yeah and family yeah mate payjack the mate and payjack family podcast um is the I precious think we're winner there yeah, absolutely. The pressures, anyway, that be, that mothers in particular, because I think they're slightly more sensitive. I'm not saying dads aren't sensitive to these things, because we are, but mums are more sensitive to this of this homeschooling shit, um, of how like every the, through social media and it, homeschooling your kids has become the new like posh holiday photos or anything. Any you know, if you only ever post the best of yourself on social media. No, I so don't. what? No, I don't. Really? Like, look at the state of my face, Paul, and tell me that this is the best of me. Okay, the 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 general you, you the the general public. People don't post. You know, you post your no makeup selfies. You you especially on Instagram, but you don't. You get the best possible photo you can have of yourself without that. You don't probably don't. You very rarely put things out deliberately if you're looking horrendous. It's just a, it's just, it's just how it is. It's why we, we still we still, so, still shower. For me, for me, that would be my face of shame after I've done a disgusting poo. Yeah, yeah. Which, is, like which looks proper shame, like... like you look you, you look at it and go, fuck, that's disgusting. Man. I can't. <laughs> I genuinely can't believe that came out of me. The paint's peeling. And then, yeah, just like, that's my Instagram photo. Yeah, just take a photo. Well, like, no one takes a photo of the poo and puts it on Instagram at the point. <laughs> but the but what, what, what again, what we're getting is this homeschooling thing is that everyone's posting an example of a good thing they did with the kids. And I've done this. Like, you know, here's me playing Jenga with the kids and here's me doing doing this with the kids. Here's the fun moments. But when I, when you work it out, and I had to, I had to wait it off myself because I was like... If I poke, if I just had a camera follow me around for the day, like the unedited footage of that would be, like, there's a lot of there's a lot of raised voices in that, in 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 that unbroken footage. But there's, these are the pressures of social media. And so I think you couldn't are, listen with headphones in, is what you're trying to tell me? No, oh God, absolutely not. No, absolutely not. And not without reporting, reporting us to. Probably there, there's the thing I, I i know about all this and i agree with you like i think most people do it i try not to and and maybe on instagram maybe actually i don't do a good enough job but i sit here and i get it out that way yeah you know what i mean and you do exactly the same because we talk yeah. about the realness of life here mm-hmm. so i don't yeah. feel maybe maybe i should do a better job on instagram of doing it because oh, maybe for. not everyone who sees my Instagram or whatever, but I talk about the realness of it here, and that's yeah. my escape. It's my yeah. like I feel good talking to you, and, and partly because I'm really stupid, partly yeah. because I forget that people fucking watch this shit, Paul. So sometimes <laughs> I just genuinely think it's just me and you talking, and you'd think after ten years no. you'd you'd realise that, but you don't, or yeah, I don't anyway. I'll talk but to it, myself. Oh, Chris, you're looking all of a sudden looking really sharp. I can't always... imagine, can't imagine why why that would have happened from a technical perspective. A, why a, you... a camera's battery didn't run out fifteen minutes before we realised. <laughs> it definitely you know didn't what? happen that Paul. So it's we definitely great, great we definitely gag. didn't think we that would happen, and therefore recorded yeah. the Skype conversation. We definitely didn't yeah. do that. Um, yeah, I feel like that's a win to us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, here's an important lesson for everyone watching at, watching at home. Um, we don't know what we're doing. And this is obviously very much, 
very much a visual gag for people who are on the, on the YouTube channel rather than the podcast list, so I apologise. Basically, yes, the camera battery died. Um, we used to do this shit all the time. We've been doing this for 10 years. We are professionals, Chris. We are well, professional videographers. Yes. No, no, we, but I mean, like, like we are. Like, uh, there's almost a, an argument that the amount of hours we put in, they say it's like 10,000 hours to become world-class at something. There's oh a case God. that we've at least put the hours in to be world-class. <laughs> Really? It's 10,000 yeah. hours? I think we mm. may be the greatest ever. Never mind just world class. We're messy levels and we're this bad. Um, yeah, sometimes you just got to rely on pure talent like Lionel Messi and I, and I think that's where we come off. <laughs> I think so. Um, yeah, also notable once again that it's the first podcast we've done without any of the production team with us and it's gone. It could have gone better. It could've I mean, gone. To, anyway, to, to, be, to be fair, like the camera... It, it, the screen doesn't turn around on it. It doesn't have a red light to tell me it's recording. Its battery ran out after a measly 31 minutes of record time. Absolutely pathetic, to be honest with you. Absolutely. So I blame the person who bought the camera. So who was that? Was that Tom? Was that Matt? Was it Cy? Who was that, Paul? That's my bad. That is my bad. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, that's true. It's, it's absolutely it's, my fault. It's, well, well class deflecting. It, it is. It's pathetic, Be- right? Pathetic. Uh, like, what, here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? Why the battery's like? It's about that big. It's it's a bit smaller, in fact. It's probably the same size as your phone battery, and your phone battery, right. thinner and longer, right? Is we're talking ten hours, ten hours, mm. and record yeah. time easily over an hour. Yeah. This watch battery goes twenty four hours. Yeah. Right? It's a smartwatch. It knows yeah. what it's it's it, it's made for the product that it's that it's in. Yeah. The camera recording things doesn't last more than thirty five minutes. Why is that? Do you know that? what the problem is, Chris? Is that also that camera is you can't change the battery without taking it off the tripod. Oh it's, and it's, moreover, and it's irritating and you can't you, you the SD card's in the same place, Paul. And moreover, there's no method, and this is, a, this is a fault of cameras, that you can't put a new battery in without taking the old battery out. So there's no way to, to just to, to, to chain battery it. Shocking. Absolutely shocking. Anyway, um, we digress. Um, for those of you who are lo- lo- well into the flow of the conversation, it's not like we've just had a two-hour gap between this bit and that bit, but here you go. Um, what I was going to say on the Instagram thing lastly, and, and about just just for a you note for people about the things that we put out there and how we project a better version of ourselves and what have you, is this idea that of the eight, let's say the kids, are, let's say there's an eight-hour day and there isn't because the kids are, you know, they, they run riot from whatever time it is they wake up in the morning. I might post a, an image or a quick video clip of something of them playing a game, and even if that, even if I post the full thing which i don't like i'm posting highlights from a section that might have taken an hour what we what what neither of us is doing and what no parent will ever do in this period is post photos of their kids sat watching netflix which let's be fucking honest chris is what the vast majority of the vast majority of kids are doing for the vast majority of their time no in, no in incorrect incorrect Go on, disney disney plus it's youtube it's fucking youtube <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, your kids looking square-eyed at a streaming service. Admit it at home if you're a parent. You do it, and there's no shame in it. Only, I mean, provided you make an attempt, provided you you wash them and clean them. That's the same thing, right. and you also feed them. Just don't just to, just to clarify. So as so long as you're taking a- care of the, their needs. Here's how bad Go it's on. got in our house, right? Lila, she's only three. She she has some problems with pronunciation of words. It's the point where she can't really say her sister's name properly. She says Wobbin. It's not an issue. It's not a big <laughs> issue at all. But it's her sister's name. She can say yeah. Wobbin. When she plays with her dolls, she can talk in a perfectly fluid American fucking accent because she watches that much American YouTube. It's flawless. Absolutely flawless. She's like, hey, girls. Hey, guys. Let's go on. And you're like, oh, my God. You can't even say your sister's name. What are you doing? My my kids, my uh, Jack's not too bad, but because I think he, I do, I do a lot of the accent thing, and he does dip into the American accents and stuff, and I always wind him up about it. But Penny has got the most mad accents because she's a little scouser, which is like you know, which I, at that age I wasn't particularly, and and she's. So she's got little like you know little scousisms, but then she's also got this like posh a, 
thing. So like, and she does it in wrong places. So instead of saying, she says massive, massive is a new word, but she says massive, which is not even right. Massive, it's massive. It's like, babe, it's massive. It's massive. It's a garage. And it's a massive garage. You know, it's not, I don't have a massive garage. I'm not that middle class. Um, no. But You've it's, got a um, pond there you go. It's a the garden, though. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, yeah, my pot, pot and shed. Um, so, yeah, no, it is. That's right. That kid's picking up those American accents and stuff of it is fucking weird. But anyway, one of the points I'm driving at is that don't beat yourselves up too much, A, about the, 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 the realities haven't changed. People still lie on social media. People still make themselves seem cooler than they are on social media. None of us are cool. None of us have got a grip on this shit in any way, shape, or form. We're all floundering, desperately trying to get our way through it. And the worst thing is we get through every day and you go, oh, like that was a good day. And then you're like, oh, I've got to do it again tomorrow. It's like, <laughs> there's no where's your week? There's no respite. There's no, I'm living for the weekend. Because what's a weekend? Weekends have gone. Someone deleted weekends, Chris. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, I don't, here's the thing. You might say to me, how do you know it was the weekend? The footy was on. Yeah. So as soon as the footy goes down, even whether I'm locked in my house or not, I didn't know whether it was a weekend anymore. You know? Yeah. And and European games were just an added little bonus in the middle of my week. It was like I yeah. had two weekends, essentially. And now I've got no weekends and I'm trapped in my house and I can't go out and I'm 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 saying hello to people who are dropping food off out me out of a window. Um <laughs> and it's I just it's annoying and I'm not built for this. Like, people, no. like, you know, we were doing a show the other day, weren't we? And everyone was like, well, what are your quarantine tips? I haven't got any. I'm, I've, I've not got a grip on this part of my life right now. I'm struggling yeah. massively with it all because no. I've got a sick wife. I've got two kids who are just... <laughs> Microphone issues. <laughs> absolutely hilarious. I've got a set that's fallen apart. I've got cameras that, 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 you know, have no batteries. I've got a pathetic attempt at fucking a goatee. Um, I genuinely st- ask you the question: uh, Were you growing a goatee? Because it does look very goatee-ish. I'm quite proud of you. It's it's a goatee. It's a it's an attempt at a goatee. But here's the thing, and I'm going to purge it as well while I'm here. Okay. Well, let's because- let, you know what. Let's okay. Let's move on. Let's 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 purge the purge. So, what are you so purging? My you, facial your microphone hair. pop shield. My my and that yeah the phone pops yeah but most importantly my facial hair and I'm gonna look directly at the camera for this because I think it's massively important because I need you to know that I know that I look like a little bit of a hairy scrotum right now, okay <laughs> I need you to know that and but I also needed to know for my own sanity whether this would happen. Now I am I have I have come to the conclusion together with my wife that it's not happening. And when I say together mm. with my wife is I've been told I've got till this weekend. And if it's not grown by this weekend, it's coming off. And I am a man that's <laughs> so far under the thumb, I'll be doing exactly that. And I'm fine with yeah. that. I'm totally, I am the person that I am and I know who I am. So for me, I talked about it for years, about how I've laughed and joked about how I can't grow a beard. I've already given up on the fact that I could ever grow a beard because I can't, which is why I'm attempting to grow a goatee right now. But come this weekend, that will be three weeks. This is close to three weeks. I'm 37 wow. fucking years old, Paul. Um, mm. This is pathetic. Can I ask you? Can I ask you, because I, I posed this to you the other day. <laughs> Are you going to try and grow your hair out one last time? I am. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Do it. Uh, well, look, got, I don't, I, now's I, the time, because this, this is the point. I've, I've always wondered whether I actually can. And, I, and I've known deep down that I can't, you know what I mean? But now I've been given the opportunity to at least attempt it without having to speak to people. Now, the problem I've got without having to speak to people is that I speak to thousands of people on a daily basis. It's just one way. But yeah. as I told you earlier on in the show and earlier on today, I'm a dickhead and I'm very stupid. So I forget <laughs> that I'm talking to people. So it's fine. As long as people aren't taking the taking the, uh, taking the the piss to me face, I can deal with that. As long as you're just doing it on the internet, that's fine by me. <laughs> Absolutely spot on. Yeah, no, it's fine. And I remember um, me cousin's husband back in the day, our ex-husband, he, he had this one last hurrah with his hair. He was going, what, pray with proper balls. And he went, and he grew it out, and he had this mad, like, long mane at the back. He would never be that bad. It might go, you might, I think, you, I think you could have one last, it's like one last game, one last, one last hurrah. What I don't buy into, and I'm one of the things, what I'd like to purge is people who have bought, like, I don't buy it. 
it's fine. You look, there's a, it's it's thinning slightly. I think you're fine. It's just at the back at the top. I see it, but the average person won't see it, Chris, because you're 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 of above average height. The so problem I've got is I'm doing the cooking videos. Um, so on the cooking videos, I'm quite often looking down. So I'm editing it, and I'm like, "Oh, you bald bastard!" <laughs> yeah, the only issue is, of course, is I am I, I, I am significantly taller than you. So I've no, I've I've seen this coming over the horizon, as it were, for quite some time. Um, but it's fine. I don't love you any less. Um, the what I want, what I, I want a page is that you look. We're all we're pretty much, you know, we're all in lockdown now. We're all dealing with things in our own way, it, but it's the people who've gone to use the expression, and I hope this is st- this is still a fine expression to use. But which is like gone native, and it's normally people who like go back to their roots and that like you know like who, who live off the land. That those kind of people who, who embrace these situations, it's the people who've shaved their heads after they've been in lockdown for a week and they've gone. I'm just shave my head, shave my head. <laughs> That'll sort the problem. Just hang on a bit, honestly. Just. Just hold your horses. It's only been. It's like, oh my god! It's like the people who've who gone like in the first week. They've gone to the back of the freezer, and they've pulled out that bag of garden peas that has been been in there since like 2018. And they're like, oh, garden peas, because I need I need to eat what I've got to survive. It's like. If you if you if you try, you'll probably get an ASDA home delivery slot, you know, or you'll probably be able to find some solution to it. Just just keep you keep you cool on this. But yeah, the people who've gone, uh, uh, I'm in lockdown. I'm in lockdown. What do I do? Bzzz, just just fucking well, chill it's out. It's not. It's not the It's not that they're panicked. It's that they're bored. I think. Yeah, it's just yeah, they, they've just got nothing else to do. It's like, Have well, they ran out of? They've ran out of like what social media things. Yeah. So they've done the keepy ups. They've run out of bog roll to keep you up with. They, uh, they've run out of tea bags to kick into cups. Um, they've run out of like, you know, that, that guy who this morning who was running a marathon in his back garden. They can't, that's off because he's done that now. Uh, and they've got, what else? What else is there? What's the new trend I can just do to keep myself occupied? The only thing, like, the only thing I can think is to go running at eight o'clock on a Thursday. Sure. Because you look, you know, everyone's clapping the NHS and it'd make you feel great, wouldn't it? Like, that's the, that's like the only, it's the only thing I can think of. It's like, I'd be playing Chariot of Fire. That's the type of encouragement I needed, lads. Cheers. See you later. Yeah, running running is the clap of the NHS. Yeah, that maybe that's what we need to do. Maybe that's what it'd be. That's that's like the new selfish levels. Well, yeah, just because you'd have that thousands to take to it, and then you'd have that reaction to all these selfish gobshites who are going out for a round of applause that they haven't earned. Uh, yeah, I highly, I, I would recommend if anyone wants to do that, if anyone wants to go for a run or some sort of perform some some sort of wrestling entrance manoeuvre whilst people are out clapping the NHS or something, just be that prick. Because we'll just do it for our enjoyment, if nothing else, and, and send well, well, it in. Send it to makechexpayjack at gmail.com. Can you do us a favour? Can you, and We'll do this socially distant and we'll pretend it's essential travel. It will have to be essential travel. It can't, you can't, there's no pretending on this, so take that back. Um, but for the, for the rest of this joke, right, you, you come over with some toilet roll and we'll make a finish line. We'll tie it between two gardens at the end of a street or something, and I'll come flying in. Everyone will be applauded, and I'll run through the tissue roll, tissue roll, and then just for shits and giggles, I'll throw a bag of pasta up in the air. Yeah, yeah, absolutely do. Uh, yeah, some confetti, whatever. Make sure the birds don't eat it. It's fine. It's all good. Make sure it's it's biodegradable. What? What your are your pasta? I mean, the pasta oh yeah, is probably yeah. Why not? Yeah. Fine. I think it's a great idea. I think we should all be doing it and you should all be sending it in to us. But no, what I love at the moment is that we've been in this world where Andy Warhol was right about the whole, you, yeah, everyone's going to be famous for 15 minutes and Twitter has exacerbated that, which is why there's like the joke about your second threaded tweet being to promote your SoundCloud. But this this lockdown has, made, has, has just sped that process up. It's like people have put social media trends on fast forward like a hundred speed um, and we're bearing through these really really quickly like that toilet roll one there's probably still people still doing it but it's not like it's done now it's at its day and it was only there for a week but it feels like it was around for a year because we've all checked our phones a thousand times more than we than we would have done so I'm yeah I'm, I'm bang up for like people need to invent some social media trends I'm gonna purge the people who've panic who've panicked done this 
in the short term in this because look, we could be in this for the long haul. So chill your beans. By all means, do some keepy ups, and by all means, kick tea bags and whatever else there is. You know, by all means, get all your family together and do a really cringe-worthy song that has the titles around COVID nineteen in. Um, you know, like a remix version of stuff. They're great, but don't don't go mad. <laughs> don't lose the plot. It's long. You're a long time lockdown. That's all. I'll, that's all I'll say. I yeah. think it's. A, I think it's hilarious. You know, I. I mm. love it. Like it's. Um, it's baffling and it's mad and it's crazy. Because just being serious for a minute, you've just got to like create your own little corner of happiness, whether you're in lockdown yeah. or not. Yeah. Like that's kind of that's kind of the point, you know. <laughs> and if you can do that, you've won. And that that that's and, been the hardest makes, thing for me, is that like I had two weeks in 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 quarantine probably like 10 10 of that where i I couldn't get out of bed and i was beating myself up for me it was hard and it's weird because there's there's lots of people going through much harder things by the way Uh, add our covid caveats which might be a thing for the next couple of months um you know there's, there's people on you know on wards dying of it so by comparison i'd rather be me all told but like that thing of when you're seeing all these people doing stuff and, be, and and making the most of isolation and taking part in trends and all these people starting new youtube series of you're doing you you're doing your cooking stuff and like james Orcott's doing his fan uh, his, his football manager series and all this stuff and i was and it's dead hard for me because i love love doing stuff i love being active i love making things i love putting it out in the world i love making stuff for other people to see and, and do and that's been so so hard to do and and, and it's been ma- it, it was making me worse for ages with days where I, again i'm like stressing out about not being able to do stuff and it's like just just it stop it that'll come at some point in the future and that's what you've got it made me realize ultimately when the time i got to the end of it was like I, there's only so much you can do and that's whether you've got the virus or whether you've not got the virus there's only so much you can do on a day-to-day basis you can't be responsible for much more ultimately than your happiness and and to the best of your ability the happiness of the people you're in you're in lockdown or in, in contact with and if you can get that which if anyone's got the, the key to that please do let us know because it's an ongoing thing but yeah no it is that's that's the big battle that's the big battle isn't it for the next for the coming weeks and months is how we keep ourselves on a on an even keel and not and, and adapt how we live because how we live has completely been turned on its head it's mad yeah and, it, it, and it's like for me what i'm enjoying about it and the people are and, and myself included here paul we're very quick to talk about the negatives of it mm-hmm. the positives are, are of it for me have been i kind of slowed down a bit yeah and like i'm actually i'm actually i actually am spending more time with my kids which is fucking boss i'm spending yeah. more time with cats I'm listening to more music and I'm not talking about I've got music on in the background. I'm talking about I'm listening to music and it's the only thing that I'm doing at the time. Yeah. And I'm taking my time over things. I'm doing more things that I enjoy to do in the house, be that cooking or whatever. I'm enjoying doing a YouTube channel for myself. Um, I'm finding it quite scary and all that type of stuff because I've always had you to lean on. And I know that's something that you've said to me down the years yeah. when, you were, when you were launching yours and stuff. So I'm going through that as well. And obviously, you know, you're worried about your friends and your family and stuff, but there are loads of positives. It's like the, the community spirit that's coming out of this. Yeah. It feels like we're entering a, a better time as a nation because of it. Yeah. So there's, there's, but no one's talking about them. Yeah. It's madness. No, and, and yet there's loads and loads of things that people are doing that are making a huge and positive impact on the world and the people around them. And that should yeah. be fought for and should be cherished. 100%. So I'm interested in that actually. So if people are watching or listening, can you tweet in at MateXPayJack? Whenever you see something boss, when you see a positive piece of, of news surrounding the world or cool things that people are putting out there that need a bit of love or attention, we'll dedicate some time to that in future in future podcasts. So yeah, tweet us at MateXPayJack or you can email us MateXPayJack at gmail.com as well. Uh, you might have been checking that. I f- fully have not checked that email in about a month, but we will. What we probably possibly you know me you know me notifications Paul they get checked mm. oh one one more thing just to clarify I mean most you know there's not as many people I should have done this at the top um, <laughs> I'm fine I'm well again now if you if you want to know how I am I'm telling you but if you really want to ask me again please direct it to me don't direct how is Paul questions to Chris anymore he's done with them he's had enough I'm, he doesn't I'm like pe- notifications I'm and he doesn't care enough about his- me. 
I'm yeah. purging all of you. Every single person that watches and listens to this shit, you're getting purged on the off chance that you might ask me, I'll pull this. And I realise what I've done here because you are all funny fuckers, but he's a purged and blocked, so you can't get to me anymore. You can't get to me. Those hundred notifications, I was Paul asking your fucking self why are you tweeting me. It's at Mr. Blood Red. Do I look like Paul's fucking handle here? He's got a Twitter account. He's got a YouTube account. He's got fucking emails all over the shop. Ask the fucking man who's ill. I'm not fucking Paul. Stop asking. Me, he's a page, he's a blocked, he's a done, and I hate every one of you, but you aren't getting to me at all. Absolutely. Well, listen, thanks. That's been an absolute pleasure. Please do not, do not harass Chris <laughs> anymore with this. Um, if you're still with us, thank you very much. Make sure you drop a five star review if you're listening on the podcast on any podcast service that you're on and write a little review as well and all that kind of stuff and of course Chris is drawing attention and rightly so um, go and check out threads for reds.com um, they're doing some wonderful things I've got one of the wonderful campeones Del Mundo uh, Mugs Chris has got a dreams and songs to sing t-shirt on as well on threadsforreds.com wonderful wonderful stuff they've upped the quality of the garments in particular um, since the stuff obviously loads of people had the Trabs t-shirts and stuff which I have got and wore to death love that t-shirt a bit but um, the, again and the actual quality have of you the seen the new one on, it, have you the seen new the new traps one, one? yeah no 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 the, the new t-shirts i released last week oh is this this oh nhs my... support one? Oh my god mate it's brilliant so i think it's i think it's 20 percent of, of profits or something like that are going to um the nhs the the, the covid 19 appeal by the mm-hmm. nhs so obviously um they need the money and stuff now and it's the live birds of the buildings and the and the clouds and a, and a golden sky behind it and just is at the end of a storm and it is absolutely fucking gorgeous go out and check it out yeah absolutely so once again threadsforreds.com uh, yes make sure you subscribe to the channel if you're on YouTube and you're enjoying what we're doing uh, and follow us at MageXPayJack on Twitter don't forget your five-star reviews and all of that jazz as well. And if you've got anything you want us to discuss, whether it's positive moments or uh, life advice, or you've got any tips for how to survive in isolation, comment section underneath or again tweet us at MageXPage. Uh, Chris, thank you very much. One day we'll be back together, mate. Hopefully sooner rather than later. Love you, man. Big, big, big cuddle. Big digital cuddle. Oh, um, love you. Love oh, you guys at home. a bit of a we'll... semi on there, mate. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Me too. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.